I think every believer, every believer is called to full-time ministry. And, you know, some may be called to church-based ministry, and some should be called to marketplace ministry. If you see yourself as a leader, if I, I see myself as a leader, as a missionary, you know, usually if I'm in a room and they say, if you're a missionary, raise your hand. My hand usually doesn't go up, right? But it should. I think it should. Don't you, Marty? I mean, we're all missionaries and we're all uh, sent, you know, the great submission. I'm Marty Peeper, and you're listening to Charisma Connection. Today, I want to introduce you to my new friend, Dr. Wes Sade, a board-certified family physician and owner of Total Care, which serves patients in the greater Fort Worth, Texas area. Welcome, Dr. Sade. Thank you for having me, Marty. We are so glad. I am super excited to talk with you today, and one of the reasons is I've been online and I've been reading your two blogs. I can tell that we share a love of stories and the way God uses those stories to connect people to his truth. There's yes. a, there is a story on your blog, Dr. Sade, that touched me so much. I went home and shared it with my husband, and I just know our <laughs> listeners will love it, too. Could yes. you, could yes. you um, tell us how God spoke to you about who can I help today? Yes, absolutely. Well, Marty, it's an honor to speak to your listeners. I have had a heart to speak and uh, to write uh, and, and minister to Christian leaders. And as a physician, uh, I've been practicing since 2006. There's been a lot of instances where I feel like uh, the Lord uh, brought a patient or an employee or a colleague and, uh, and and led me and changed my perspective on different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with the blog that you refer to, and I appreciate you reading it and sharing it with your husband, uh, it was a simple uh, patient encounter where I went in. It was the end of the day, and I uh, worked 12-hour days. Uh, and so it was the oh. last patient. And uh, you know how it is when you're ready to go home. Uh, I don't care if you're a doctor or a minister, uh, you know, you're ready to leave. So I went <laughs> in and I had my, you know, smile and, uh, and I said, uh, you know, how can I help you? And I quickly looked at this uh, patient's chart. I had not seen them before. A colleague of mine had seen them and it had said uh, patient results. So I looked at the CT scan and the CT scan showed that the uh, patient's liver had um, had some spots. And, uh, you know, in the quickness of that uh, encounter before, I had not I noticed that this patient had uh, breast cancer. And so I went in and I said, you know, the CT scan shows some spots. I don't know that uh, this uh, is necessarily bad, uh, but we need to look into it a little bit further. And as I was talking to them and reviewing the chart, I noticed the husband's face his countenance changed, Marty, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you could tell that there's something there. And um, so later, reflecting back, I, I, I knew that at that moment, he was thinking in his mind, the cancer is back. And oh. once I realized that, oh, oh, my gosh, you know, this is a, a situation where probably her cancer is back. And, and, and I said, uh, you know, uh, this is something that uh, we definitely have to look into. But I had a choice to make, and 
And I feel like the Lord taught me a lesson that night that in our encounters, whether as, as a doctor or, uh, or as an accountant uh, or as a, you know, sale, salesman of any sort, sometimes we have choices to make. I could have at that moment uh, said, you know, I'm really sorry. I'll refer you tomorrow to the specialist and let's take care of this. Or I could have slowed down. I don't care if I have to stay there another hour and, and really try to empathize and pray with them and minister to them. Uh, and, and, and this is kind of the story of, of, of leadership and godly leadership, is will we decide in the moment to make our workplaces at places of spiritual healing, Marty, you know, and not just at places of business mm-hmm. where we are just nice to people. And uh, so in that story uh, that you referenced was a moment that I will always remember. And, and, and just slowing down, minister to people, don't just, uh, be cordial, just go beyond that and minister to their heart. And uh, so thank you for referencing that uh, article. Oh, it has already impacted me, just as I think of, as you said, taking the time to slow down and recognize people as people in that situation. Well, yes. you're, gonna, you're helping me feed right into my next question, because our, one of our producers noticed your, uh, your workplace was named by Best Christian Workplaces as a best place to work. And I think, yes. I, I'm sure that what you just shared with, with us plays into that, but could you tell us a little bit about what makes Total Care different? Why it, why it would stand out from other clinics, other family practices? Yes, yes, uh, definitely. You know, when I started my practice, uh, Marty, we, we wanted God to be at the center. And we wanted God to be at the center because of a simple reason, you know. I think every believer, every believer is called to full-time ministry. And, you know, some may be called to church-based ministry, and some should be called to marketplace ministry. If you see yourself as a leader, if I, I see myself as a leader, as a missionary, you know, usually if I'm in a room and they say, if you're a missionary, raise your hand. My hand usually doesn't go up, right? <laughs> but it should. I think it should. Yes. Don't you, Marty? I mean, we're all missionaries, and we're all uh, sent, you know, the Great Commission. So the question that we had to answer at the beginning is, do we see everything we do as founders of this organization uh, as, as putting God in the center of our personal lives? And everything we do, whether it's business or healthcare or, or being a doctor or whatnot, is at the center. So this is kind of where it started, uh, is putting God in the center of our lives, putting God in the center of our business. And from that flowed several things that I'm happy to share with you, things that we did, but it came from that heart and from that center. And uh, the the organization that, that, that gave us that, uh, that award, and it's a great organization, we learned about them about uh, two, three years ago, and mm-hmm. we said, you know, we're already doing these things. Why, why not proclaim it, and why not get this award and put it on the wall, and that way we're, uh, you know, we're telling our uh, patients, uh, not just in the other things that we do, but, uh, you know, we are uh, certified from this organization. So what, what this organization does is they come in, and they give a anonymous survey to the employees, and if you score it beyond a certain number, you mm-hmm. get that award. Uh, so this is kind of how uh, how it started. But uh, uh, but you know some of the things that we do, we 
we have a um, Bible study once a week to our employees, and it's not mandatory. I mean, it's, it's important yes. to say that we cannot cross certain legal boundaries where we cannot force yes. people to do certain things. You know, we have a chaplain, and, uh, you know, we pray with our patients. We have a prayer box. Uh, and then I can go more into detail if you'd like me to, but, but I just wanted to kind of say that the heart of it is started by seeing ourselves as a place of ministry, even though that's not the label that mm-hmm. is, you know, on, on the street, so to speak, or on the building. So even the name of your practice, Total Care, at first I was thinking that probably referred to the different services you provide, but maybe God has an underlying meaning for it. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You know, when we first uh, came up with the name, we prayed over it like over anything we do. And uh, it, it was, we thought at the time, and I think we still like the name, that it's kind of catchy and memorable, like, you know, like people should do in their businesses, have a, a good brand and a good name. Uh, but uh, but over the years, uh, that name has, has taken on uh, different meanings for us. And from the beginning, like I said, we wanted to minister to people. Uh, so it, it has been a, a good name for our organization and for what we want to do. That's great. One of the things I know I appreciated when I looked at your website was that you are, even in even today, you are open about your faith, yes. and you even have yes. a you even have a, ver- a Bible verse right on your website. I'd love to hear from you some of the Bible verses that have really encouraged you as a family physician and as a leader. Yes, Amen, Amen. Well, uh, you know, I I, I believe that uh, today, uh, as Christian leaders, church leaders, business leaders, uh, political leaders. We not need to be in retreat. And a lot Ooh. of times when I hear the news, I feel like uh, believers are in retreat uh, and, and we're uh, sometimes ashamed to say that I'm a, I'm a Christian. Well, I'm proud to be a Christian, Marty. Amen. I am proud to be a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm proud uh, to, to, to live the Christian ethics. Uh, and, and, yes. and I'm proud to call him my father. And uh, we are blessed to be in a country where we can say that uh, right. freely and with, without persecution. So, uh, so we not need to be afraid, and we not need to be ashamed, and we need to be bold about it. Now, of course, there are nuances to it, and you know, you don't want to offend this or that, and and that's fine. But but the yes. heart of the matter is, will we make a stand, and will we agree to defend? Uh, our faith and our beliefs and our society. Well, it could be in a small way, like putting a Bible verse, uh, you know, uh, or it could be a chaplain, or it could be in different ways. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that we've been able uh, to do that, you know. Uh, you know, some of the verses, some of the verses, uh, there's one verse that comes to mind uh, when it comes to leadership that uh, I keep close to my heart, and it's about, it's from Psalm 78, 72, it says, and David shepherded them with integrity of heart, Ooh. with skillful hands he led them. And, uh, and I'm always reminded of that, that, that men and women of God uh, must lead uh, people, must lead the community, must lead the organizations with first integrity of heart. What does that mean to you and me? It's a heart that loves the Lord and it loves people. 
it's not a it's not a fake heart it's an authentic heart uh that that is uh that that truly loves and cares and is genuine and also skillful hands uh we have to have skills as leaders uh we have to uh yes know business skills leadership skills uh cutting edge skills and we have to be good stewards to what ha- what god has given to us uh so uh, uh you know as a person of faith uh, any person of faith we are called uh, you know any person of faith is called to be a leader we're called to disciple others and that's leading others to the faith leading others to create uh teams uh so uh, so yes we're we're proud to uh to proclaim the name of Jesus and give glory only to God uh so yeah. thank you for noticing that Marty oh sure well thank you now i think one of the things that's clearly coming through is that god has given you a calling to help other leaders how did the holy spirit yes. first work in you to move you to develop that ministry yes and then well uh, you know my my journey started uh, uh i am uh, the son of a minister uh he my my dad went to be with the lord in 2003 uh, he was a lay minister <clears throat> And then he became an ordained minister. And uh, so I grew up in a home seeing how small churches operate. And uh, okay. I, I I saw my dad, uh, a great man uh, of God, you know, uh, care for people and, and, uh, and really love on people. But I also saw the need for wisdom in leading others. And another verse I want to share with you, Marty, if it's okay, it comes oh, sure. from First Kings. Three nine, First Kings three nine. This is Solomon asking for wisdom, and we all know Marty that Solomon asked for wisdom, right? I mean, we all thought yes. that as believers. Famous what, prayer. Yes, but what's not focused on, I believe, is what is the reason he asked for wisdom for a reason. And if I may read this uh, verse, it says, "So give your servant a discerning heart." This is Solomon now praying. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people mm-hmm. and to distinguish between right and wrong. So I believe that Solomon asked for wisdom and God gave him wisdom to lead. And I, 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 I early on growing up, you know, I saw Christian leaders maybe loving the Lord, but not seeking wisdom to lead and not seeking equipping and, and, and growth in the area of, of, of leadership and bringing teams together. As I look at, on the life of Jesus, Marty, uh, Jesus left behind very effective ministry team. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he left behind the 12, he left behind the 70 and beyond. And he left formidable ministry leaders. He was very intentional for three years to build leaders. So I saw early on the need that maybe the church today sometimes misses that we proclaim the faith and we we speak the truth, but we don't, we're not intentional to building leaders, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in the ministry, and whether it's in our Christian organizations. So this is kind of where the genesis of my journey began. And about 10 to 15 years ago, I started uh, studying this and seeking the Lord for guidance. And, and how I can minister to leaders. Wow. And I know every year you have a leadership retreat. Isn't, isn't that correct? 
Yes, yes, we do. We do. It's uh, once a year. If one of your listeners would like to join us, it's toward the end of the year, uh, and uh, and we, it's a time where we kind of go away and we invite some speakers, and I share uh, what the Lord is kind of speaking to me uh, in that year. And so it's a time of kind of regeneration, and uh, it's a little bit different from other conferences because we like to. Uh, kind of move away, go to a ranch. I'm here in Texas, so you know yes. we have to go on the ranch and and just kind of uh, enjoy nature and then and, and seek God and 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 seek uh, what the Lord wants to do in our lives. That's great. Well, you know, I find that when I lead or when I teach others, I'm the one who learns. I'm the one who grows, probably more than any of them. How would you say that teaching or leading leaders has shaped your own leadership? Yes, thank you for that question. I lo- I, I am passionate about uh, you know uh, teaching, but teaching has to come in a sequence of of events that every leader and every person of faith uh, has to do. You know, one uh, comes we have to be exposed to new ideas that challenges our our leadership thoughts and our spiritual mm-hmm. thoughts. You know, then we have to capture those ideas. Uh, a lot of times I go to church and people are not taking notes, and I'm like, "Are you going to remember any of this?" <laughs> you know. So, uh, so you know, as 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 we learn, we have to to do that, capture that. Then we have to file it. A lot of times we take notes, and uh, they end up in our desk somewhere. And, and you know, they were great notes, but so we need to bring them and then put them in a place where we can find them. Uh, and then in that uh, sequence of learning, you know, comes after that applying, and then after that. I believe comes teaching. So when I'm learning something mm. new, uh, I see teaching it as a sequence of growth, uh, in a sequence and a step-by-step process. So uh, and the way I, I think of teaching, Marty, is I don't have to just put it in a blog like I do, or an article, or a speech, or or a, you know a sermon, uh, but I share it with the people around me. So I share it with my wife. You know, mm-hmm. I share it with my family. I share it with my close friends. And, you know, and I tell people around me and say, hey, I just learned something. Can I share it with you? And when I speak it, you know, it's uh, it starts building in me. And, and I start hearing God's voice, you, you know, guiding me through what I learned. So, so yes, teaching for me is not only uh, uh, something I like to do to help others, but it's a growth discipline mm-hmm. that I like to do. And it doesn't have to be something big. It can be like small and small conversations. Great. Well, I again, your calling to help other leaders is very clear. If you could share just one truth with other leaders, what would you say that would be? Yes, yes. Well, uh, I would have to share this simple principle of if you want to grow your organization, mm-hmm. grow your people. And if you want to grow your people, you have to grow first. So growth of your church or growth of your ministry or growth of your business must start with you. Then it goes to your people. Then it goes to your organization. So many times as leaders, we are stressed, we are overwhelmed, and we look at our organization and we say, I cannot do this. Uh, my people aren't with me, and mm-hmm. we start kind of, uh, you know, lamenting and, and kind of blaming and, and have kind of a victim mentality. So this truth helped me early on, Marty, say, okay, 
I want to have a successful organization, successful business that ministers to others. Okay, how do we go about that? I have to focus on growing my people. And in our organization, uh, we have a weekly one-hour meeting. I have 40 employees. Marty, and this is, you know, not cheap to get 40 employees there for one hour per week. Right. We invite speakers. We invite pastors. We partner with other ministries and, and other organizations, and we invest in our people. And from that investment comes leaders that then lead the ministry and lead the organization. And that's why I'm able to, in the middle of the day, uh, you know, talk to you like <laughs> we're doing this morning, because we have effective doctors and you know, leading both of my clinics. Uh, and, and so investing in, in your people has to be paramount. And you cannot invest and take your people to the next level if you are not gone to the next level. So you teach people from what you know, and your organization or your team or your ministry really kind of mirrors where you are on your spiritual journey, you know? Uh, so, uh, so that that's probably one truth uh, that I would love for kind of the the leaders listening to us to evaluate and say: Am I investing in my people, and am I investing in myself? That's great. You know, that reminds me of one of your stories. Another another one I gleaned from your blog, where you talked about. Uh, leadership lessons from a sandcastle. It's basically the same message: learning, leading from the top down. Would you share a little bit of that story with our listeners, please? Yes, absolutely. Um, so th- there are several uh, stories, and you're referring to the to the blog where I think I I wrote an article where we went uh, on the, on the beach one day, and uh, and and the uh, and it was the first time that I, I built a sandcastle that big, and we actually <laughs> uh, I didn't know that existed. Marty, but my sister, who can is very resourceful, she actually found a guy that came to like a sandcastle consultant. You know, he came in and <laughs> taught us how to build sandcastles. You know, uh, but uh, but what we quickly found out is, and what he said is that the sandcastle, if you want it to be really tall, uh, the base and foundation of it has to be uh, really strong, and uh, and then the consistency of the sand. You know, it cannot be uh, too soft or too you know. And then the sandcastles uh, that were very successful, um, you know, where, where they had a very firm foundation. But then he said, when you start chiseling away, and I don't know, Marty, if you've built a lot of sandcastles, but <laughs> when you start chiseling away, you have to start from the top. And uh, yes. so uh, because whatever happens at the top ends up being dumped at the, <laughs> to the bottom. So if, you, if you're the bottom of your sandcastle, is beautiful. And you start chiseling, then go to the top. Well, all of that sand you're chiseling from the top is going to then fall to the bottom. And and I, I see that all the time. And uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, leaders, uh, you know, want to uh, move forward with their organizations, with their churches, with their, you know. But sadly enough, they are the lid and they don't realize it. So So what I'd love to share with your listeners, Marty, is that, if you are at the top of your organization mm-hmm. or if you are at the top of your team, you are the lid, okay? You mm-hmm. most likely are the limit to the growth of that team. And once we realize that, uh, you know, then we are more uh, apt to uh, be humble about our journey. We're more apt to see God, seek God's uh, help 
and wisdom and 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 and, and go on on a journey of growth as both a leader and a believer uh so uh, so yeah thank you for uh, sharing that uh that story with us. Uh, well, as I said, I, that was a that was a beautiful way to connect that truth to uh, to oh, a. Re- I'm, I'm imp- I, I have to say, I'm impressed with the professional sandcastle consultant as well. So. <laughs> yes, I was definitely definitely surprised. <laughs> well, I know our listeners have enjoyed hearing your wisdom as well as your stories. What can you give us the ways they can best connect with you once they're through listening to this podcast? Yes. Uh, well, I would love to uh, connect with uh, with your listeners. If there's somebody there that uh, uh, that feels that I can be of help, uh, mm-hmm. you can uh, contact. You can just email me. Uh, my website is wesmd.com. That's uh, w-e-s-m-d.com, and my email is wes at wesmd.com. Uh, so you're welcome to just email me, and I'm happy to connect with you that way. Uh, the best way to to uh, to connect with my writing is just go to my website westmd.com and put your email there. I write an article a week, and it just addresses some of these issues what leaders face. Uh, and of course, would love to have you come and be part of our yearly conference. I also have a book called uh, West MD. Uh, uh, it's actually called Healthy Leadership, and mm. it's, uh, it's on Amazon. If you type West today, it will come up. So, uh, yes, would love to be a blessing uh, to, to your listeners, Marty. And if I can uh, be of any assistance to your wonderful ministry, Charisma and Charisma Leader is doing great work. Uh, thank you for what you're doing, and I'm totally in support uh, of what you all are doing as well. Well, thank you again. Dr. Sade, we love to end Charisma Connection by having our guests pray for our listeners. Would you do that for yes. us today? Yes, I would be honored to. Thank you so much. Yes, let's pray. Heavenly Father, my Father in heaven, Lord, we pray today that you descend with your Holy Spirit, Lord, on every listener on this podcast. Lord, we pray favor on every person who is trying to lead, who is trying to minister to others. Lord, we pray for blessing. Lord, we pray for your peace, and we pray for your understanding. Lord, we pray that no anxiety fill the life of our listeners today. Lord, as uh, as you have taught us, Lord, we need to minister, we need to heal, we need to love. Lord, we just pray for uh, the ministry of charisma, and we pray that you increase them and increase the boundaries. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. It has been a pleasure to speak with you today, Dr. Sade. Listeners, thank you, Marty. Sure, thank you. Listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to Charisma Connection for more interviews like this one that will build your faith. And go to cpnshows.com to discover other shows you might enjoy. That's cpnshows.com. I'm Marty Peeper. Thanks again for joining us for this special interview with Dr. Wes Sade on Charisma Connection. Looking to get a new kind of college visit experience? Liberty University has you covered. Experience what's really happening at Liberty with one of the daily campus tours or special events like College for a Weekend or Experience LU. 
meet professors and students, enjoy convocation, and get a first-hand look at life at Liberty University. For more information about visiting opportunities, check out liberty.edu slash visit us. Again, that's liberty.edu slash visit us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.